Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, he works for Bleacher Report. He's a friend as well. Had a good dinner last night. Lots of story. Jordan Schultz, NFL insider, stops by our show today in studio, and we love having him in studio for the second time. He's on Speak Today, and he is on the phone. You know, you insider guys, that phone bill, I don't even want to see it. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Colin. Yeah, it's... uh... It's it's a journey. Eight, ten hours a day, twelve yep. hours. That screen time goes up. So you were just in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, Dak's performance this year is, by any standard, highly functioning, very productive. Does this performance change the contract, the offer, the extension? I think it does. First of all, over his last eight games, twenty-five total touchdowns, two picks. He's been the best quarterback in the league over the last two months. And when you think about Dak Prescott. He is the epitome of what it is to be a Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Staubach, Aikman, Prescott. And he is going to get, both sides are highly motivated to get a deal done this offseason. And he is going to get a massive extension in the range of 55 to $60 million. Wow. Yeah. And when you think about who has the market right now, it's Burrow at 55. So Dak's going to get somewhere in that, in that range. And I think he's really earned it. And I believe that he has all the leverage. I mean, I was just in Dallas. And when you ask around, people will say, He can't get traded, he can't get tagged, and as well as he's played this season, and the record they have, the MVP candidacy, Super Bowl candidacy, he has earned that contract, and it's it's coming. So there's Big Ben was critical of Mike Tomlin. So Mike's never had a losing season, and that certainly has value. Mm -hmm. But the Steelers' brand is not Detroit. Uh, You know, they've won championships. They've hoisted trophies. A lot of frustration with Matt Canada. This is not... Mike's not inclined to make coaching moves in season. He did. Is he under pressure? Is his job uh, uh, employment in jeopardy? Where are we with Tomlin? I think, can I say that Steeler fans are a little spoiled? Yeah. I mean, they basically have had three coaches in six decades. They, they wanted to run Bill Cowell right out of town because he couldn't win the big one. He does. Tomlin comes in. He wins the Super Bowl. 
He is a Hall of Fame coach in his early 50s. So in my, in my estimation, when I've asked around, not only is Tomlin not on the hot seat, but if he were not to be there next season, it would be by his own volition. And I have no reason to believe that he doesn't want to be the Steelers coach. But if they were to fire him hypothetically, there is a laundry list of teams, Colin, that would say, I want Mike Tomlin. That's without question. There's also two networks, I've been told, would hire him immediately oh. for the pregame shows. There's I mean, two in the running. So Tomlin's considered, yeah. get him on television. He, I, I just think Mike Tomlin, he, he's a leader of men. Um, he is, they did something basically unprecedented. As you mentioned, they, they fired Matt Canada, their OC, about just, a month ago. They, they just don't do that. They don't do it. They've had a slew of injuries. Uh, Watt, Fryermuth, Pickett. They haven't had great quarterback play. Now it's Trubisky. You know, Mason Rudolph's 5-4 and four as a starter. Maybe he'll get an opportunity. But they're still, this season has felt like, not a disaster, but it's been so up and down roller coaster. They're still in the playoff hunt in the AFC. So all things considered, and we also know Tomlin's never had a losing season. You know you're going to win 9-10 games as a floor with Mike Tomlin. Half the league would love that. So he will be the Steelers coach next season unless he wanted to leave, which I don't see. You have very good connections with Daniel Jones and the Giants. Now, Dayball has won games with Daniel, Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito, which the first time I saw him play, I thought he was a borderline college quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Dayball's obviously a home run. He's not in any danger. Does it muddy the waters with Daniel Jones' future? So he's owed $40 million max, or I should say fully guaranteed next season, Daniel okay. Jones. So he okay. will be back next season. The question is, would he be ready week one? You know, Tommy DeVito's been a great story. He's also won some games now. They're only one game out of the wild card, and that's pushed their pick back, hypothetically. So you're not going to get one of those top two quarterbacks. Where do they pick? I think right now they're, they're eight or nine. So mm-hmm. when I think about the, the Giants, Jones will be back. Joe Shane will be back. Dayball will be back. And I, when they gave Daniel Jones that extension, it wasn't just about the play on the field. It was about he replicated a lot of the, th- the same things yes. that Eli Manning did. He was the Giants quarterback. He was a statesman. He was the epitome of what the Mara family wants. So when I think about Daniel Jones, whether you think he's a good quarterback, not a good quarterback, he, em- he embodied what the Giants were looking for. And I've asked half that locker room about him. You will not hear a bad word about Daniel Jones. They love him. Saquon loves him. The receivers love him. So I believe he'll be ready, hopefully week one, and I believe he'll be the quarterback next season. That doesn't preclude them from not take, from taking a quarterback, but considering how well DeVito's played as a UDFA, that's a great story. They have been pushed down now in the draft. So the Bears are fascinating because one of the things I look at, um, uh, Jordan Schultz joining us, Bleacher Report, NFL Insider for our radio audience, one of the things I look at is, does the coach, if he's struggling, is he at least mastering his side of the ball? So Chicago's defense is now playing better. So mm-hmm. they get Montez Sweat. Um, they made a couple of acquisitions in the offseason. Their run defense has been excellent. We saw him shut down Detroit last weekend. So I think Caleb Williams is too talented not to restart the rookie quarterback clock. Yeah. And I do think there's value for Justin on the market now with his improved play. Eberflus is fascinating to me because his side of the ball is actually playing pretty mm-hmm. well. So let's let's try to create some clarity here. Let's start with Eberflus. If they want out, does he keep his yes. job? He yeah. does I, keep. I, I think. I think even right now he's put himself in a great position. You know, the, the last month has been really impressive. Actually, since they got Sweat, you know, they extend him. Their defense has really been elevated. Uh, I would say over the last month, two fields has been more efficient. He's played better. You see having DJ Moore, what that's done for him. 
um, it's been a tough situation in Chicago, you know? And I know this administration with Ryan Poles, they did not hire, he did not hire uh, a Eberflus. But the bottom line is, when I think about what Eberflus could do for this team in the future, it's a lot different than what it looked like six weeks ago. Because suddenly, they have an identity. They're tough, they're physical. You know, Justin Fields over his last 17 games has about 3,000 yards passing, another 1,200 rushing. Those are pretty good numbers. He's growing. So anyone that says the Bears have already made a decision, that's, that's asinine. I think it's a week-to-week evaluation, but to answer your first question, Colin, the Bears went out, which, by the way, if they did win out, they'd probably be a playoff team. They're also only one game out, which is hard to believe. I think Iberflus would be back, and I think he's earned it. I, I give him a lot of credit because they looked like that season was going really downhill fast, That's right. and they've battled through it. No, I mean, there's t- Green Bay has done that. The Rams have done mm-hmm. that. The Bears look like a different team. In-season coaching is really hard, and their defense is playing good. So, um, well, let's go back to the Caleb Williams sure. component. So he's talented, the, very talented. Now you could do um, for, via Carolina. You get the number one pick. So Fields, you, you know, and this is a real component. Coaches don't have salary cap, so you can keep Eberflus and just let him go through his contract. Mm-hmm. You start keeping Justin Fields, you eventually have to pay him. So these these so that's and, true. So today, do you think he's playing for his job in Chicago, or deep down they'll probably pivot and move him for picks? Well. He, so this is year three. You could still get him at a pretty good number the next two years, fourth and fifth years. You know, so I think if if the season ended today, I would have to believe that Fields would still be the quarterback of the future. Um, I'm also a believer in Justin Fields. I've always been a believer. I think he is immensely talented, and he's still growing as a quarterback. And one of the reasons I believe in him is the work ethic. Now, everyone will tell you, my guy works hard, he works hard. I caught up with Quincy Avery, who was his longtime quarterback coach going back to middle school. He told me in all his years coaching, Justin Fields is the only guy that's ever come in on off days and he had to tell him, you can't throw today. I need you to leave the facility and go rest. When I think about that, the Bears have never had a great quarterback. Even when they went to the Super Bowl with Grossman, even when they won a Super Bowl with McMahon, they've never had a great quarterback. I want to believe that Fields is the guy. I think he still has to prove it more, but he's played well enough. Now, you mentioned Caleb Williams. We've heard the transcendent. We've heard that about the Andrew Lux. We've heard that about uh, a few guys, you know, Peyton Manning, that have really succeeded as a number one pick. I don't know if – I'm not a quarterback evaluator. Teams love Caleb Williams. A lot of teams like Drake Drake May. A lot of teams like J.J. McCarthy. If Fields is going to play this well as he's done the last month, to me, it's worth bringing him back for years four and five at a good number. Maybe it's Marvin Harrison. You reunite him with an Ohio State guy, and they didn't play together. But the bottom line is they're going to have the number one pick because the Panthers are going to be the worst record in the league. And I have to believe that both Fields and Eberflus right now are trending toward having the opportunity, at least, to be back. Let's talk Jim Harbaugh. There's been various reports about him and the Bears. Mm-hmm. What do you hear on Harbaugh in this coaching cycle? So the reason I'll say the Bears will not happen definitively is because when Harbaugh was at Michigan, Kevin Warren was the Big Ten commissioner. They don't like each other. In fact, you could say they despise one another based on the comments in the media. So Kevin Warren, who's the president of the Bears, is not going to bring in Jim Harbaugh. Now, I'm not saying Harbaugh wouldn't go back to the NFL. If you were to bring a, a national championship to Michigan, they haven't had one since 97 with Lloyd Carr. It's hard to believe when you think about Jim Beckler. If he were to bring a national title, or even if he doesn't, the success he's had at Michigan restoring that program and the money that would potentially come in the NFL, it is plausible. Also, he was suspended for three games this year. He could be suspended again next season by the NCAA. Michigan would love to keep him on essentially a lifetime deal, give him tremendous unprecedented money. 
it wouldn't surprise me at all if Jim Harbaugh was back in the NFL because there's going to be interest. We already saw it with the Vikings a couple years ago. It will not be with Chicago Bears. Okay. Let, let's talk uh, Brandon Staley. Uh, do we know? Um, so now Justin uh, Herbert's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he regressed this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're sourcing uh, Jordan Schultz joining us, uh, Bleacher Report, on Staley's future. Is it imminent? Is it over? I think the two hottest seats in the league are Staley and Rivera. Um, we knew Frank Reich was out. We just didn't know when. Then it happened quickly. Staley is probably next. I mean, he's 24 and 23 with the Bolts. He's 0 1 in the playoffs. They had that kind of catastrophic uh, loss to, yeah, in Jacksonville. When I think about Brandon Staley, he was brought in to be a defensive wonderkin, right? He's 41 years old. He had great success in L.A. as a defensive guy. The defense has not played great with respect to Khalil Mack. They've had some injuries, but it has not played great, right? And then you've mentioned Herbert not having the uh, acceleration that we probably thought, especially after that contract. Brandon Staley is is probably has the hottest seat in the league next to Rivera. If they were to lose tonight, wouldn't surprise me if he, if he was gone. But he he will not be the head coach of the Raiders or of the Chargers next season. And 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 Ron Rivera won't. Now, in both instances, I think you you'd lean to an offensive coach. When uh, you know you've been doing this now a while, you used to do the NBA and you shifted to the NFL. Um, it's interesting when I think of NFL owners. It's 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 a boys' club, and uh, it is the sport in America. Mm-hmm. It's the English Premier League. Yeah, here um, has your access changed from covering basketball to football? Are there certain elements of basketball that talked that don't talk in the NFL? What's the difference as an insider yeah. of both leagues? So. The, the NFL, in some ways, is more accessible because there's so many more players and, and agents. The, and agents, the staffs are much bigger. When you think about an NBA roster, it's basically 12. You have three or four coaches. You have a trainer. The NFL roster is 53. You've got 100 coaches. You've got executives. You've got personnel guys. There is a lot more opportunity for access. And I think because the NFL in many ways, has become the, the true 365 sport in America. The way they market the draft, the combine, the senior bowl, there, there's just more opportunities, right? And uh, it's a heavily covered league, Colin. I love the NBA, but I'd be lying if I told you I don't really love covering the NFL, in large part because of the access and just the fact that I think the, given the sheer number of people you can you can have more conversations a little bit easier. I want to talk finally about um, he, there has been some successes. Jimmy Johnson, Pete Carroll, Bill Walsh actually coached mm-hmm. college too. Uh, Marv Levy, mm-hmm. I think, briefly was in college. By and large, um, most college coaches that go pro, there's been a lot of stumbling. Spurrier, Saban, Urban Meyer, it just doesn't fit. The cultures are different. Is there anybody in college, Lincoln Riley two years mm-hmm. ago was discussed. By the way, they'll be fine now everybody suddenly thinks lincoln wiley's just can't coach yeah is there a hot college coach out a couple years ago it was matt rule it did not work owners tend to watch what works and what doesn't Mm -hmm. they pull back give me a college coach out there is it lincoln riley well lincoln riley for a lot of reasons he is an offensive guy he's young he's vibrant he has the relationship with Caleb Williams. Interesting. You have that. I think Ryan Day has certainly been discussed uh, out of Ohio State. Uh, Harbaugh as well. Those would be the three that come to mind. 
you know, Kingsbury was was in Arizona as well. Generally, it doesn't work. If if you're going to do it, it typically is better to go from the NFL to college. Urban Meyer, I'm sorry, uh, Nick Saban is probably the best example of that. But those would be the two or three names that come to mind. I think out of all three of those, though, without question, Harbaugh would be the the trendiest guy, and there will be teams trying to coax him out of out of Ann Arbor. Yeah, well, we'll keep you updated, bring you by. Caleb Williams, I thought, was a lock one, but I do hear things behind the scenes. Drink me. Yeah, there, Marvin Harrison. there are just people that question. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, a lot of people think he can be moody and emotional. I, when you're 23, 22, I was, everybody is. It doesn't bother me. But, you know, people, that you get these narratives, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought Trevor Lawrence, Locke, and Caleb were the most obvious ones I've seen. But I do, I never got pushback on Trevor Lawrence or Locke. Mm-hmm. I am hearing a little pushback, and, which sounds like you are, on Caleb. Actually, I would say less. So, can I? Do we have time sure, for a quick? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I actually asked. I actually asked Cliff about him. And Cliff has been in uh, in NSC this year, working with with Caleb, and he said he is enormously gifted. You know, with respect to Manziel and Kyler, who he had. Uh, you know, and there's been the comparison to Mahomes, who Cliff also had at, at Texas Tech. And I don't know if it's fair to compare Caleb Williams to Patrick Mahomes, but you can see some of the improvisation. He's an unbelievable athlete. He'll probably put on a little bit more weight as he goes to the NFL. He's still a little slight, but there's not a throw he can't make. And Cliff has told me he he's as talented as he's seen, uh, maybe next to Mahomes, you know, second to Mahomes. And that says a lot. He had a lot of great quarterbacks. I would also say with Drake May, I've asked some people at Carolina, what kind of guy is he? And it reminds me of what we heard about Justin Herbert coming out of Oregon, where the players loved him, you know, and you, you people would say he doesn't talk enough, he's not a leader. That, that, that's BS. When you talk to people at Carolina, they love the fact that whenever he does an NIL deal, Drake May, he gets the offensive line, he gets the whole team. When he had opportunities to go in the portal, he stayed in Chapel Hill. Drake May is going to be a great quarterback. Now, I'm not saying he's better than Caleb, but there are discussions about both those guys for number one pick. Jordan, it's great seeing you again, buddy. Thank you, Colin. I had a blast. All right. According to FBI data, break-ins, property theft spike this time of the year. It's why Simply Safe Home Security is offering 50% off new systems with a fast protect plan. Check it out. Works effective. SimplySafeColin.com. C-O-L-I-N. SimplySafeColin.com. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Here's my parlay picks. People will sell their Packers stock because they lost to an average Giants team, but they're at home. I'll give up the three and a half. I think they beat the Bucks handily. Browns minus three and a half hosting the Bears. Chicago looked great, but Cleveland's defense at home will be a different matter entirely. Browns by a touchdown. And the Bills minus two at home. Yeah, I like all three favorites. I'll take them over the Cowboys coming off a highly emotional thrashing of the Eagles. You want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is HERD, H-E-R-D. When you download the app, it's easy, it's simple. DraftKings. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. 
That's code heard for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. When your business reaches a certain scale, challenges begin to surface. You deserve a tailored solution. That's what NetSuite provides. Their KPI checklist is absolutely free. Go to netsuite.com slash her. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, try to get excited, Colin. Raiders Chargers tonight from Vegas. Aiden O'Connell. Easton Stick. Justin Herbert's out. Keenan Allen is out. We don't know if Devontae Adams is going to play. I wonder if they just shut him down, you know, if he or if he just tells them, hey, shut me down. I don't want to play. Uh, Josh Jacobs, unlikely to play. I mean, this is, this is a rough Thursday night football. Unwatchable. Neither team in the mix for anything. Yeah. Unwatchable. I mean, I'll say this. Uh, you know, I went to Raiders Jets this season. Um, that stadium is incredible. Uh, the Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas. By the way, are we doing any shows from there? I don't think so. Okay. Well, yeah, I got some buddies who were like, hey, you know, we could show you and Kyle Coward around. Well, weren't you going to go there for the the, the Jets? Was a big If the Jets were going to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, technically I I, they're still alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> technically, sure. they have not been eliminated from the Super Bowl. Okay, sure. All right. Zach Wilson, who Matt, knows? Matt, uh, yeah. All right, let's move on to next up. The Colts. I mean, what a story they've been. Gardner Minshew is the starter. Shane Steichen, the coach. And they are currently the seventh seed in the AFC. And they will take on the six-seed Steelers this week. Michael Pittman says the team recognizes the urgency to keep it tight in the AFC. Listen, it's, this is a go-either-way game. I, I almost want to take the Steelers here. Uh, any any thoughts for you on, on Colts trying to fight for the playoffs against Tomlin? Well, Tomlin generally went backed into a corner you know that he does pretty well he's a great underdog coach and he's yeah. also a great every he's a great coach when nobody believes on him because he's been criticized many times over the last 10 years so I had the Steelers make it as a wild card team so that part of me you know I'd like to be right um no but for you you do want to be right but 
What's your interest level in Steelers at Chiefs in the wild card round? Oh. Like that's going to be a bloodbath. That's not even worth watching. No, no I don't Colts think. I think it would... at Dolphins. Come on, uh, those are bad games. Uh, listen, I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan. Josh Allen sneaks in there. I'm just telling you, nobody wants oh, to face Oh, no, him. no. If you're asking me who I want in the playoffs, it's Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and Buffalo. Yeah. Those are more interesting than the Colts and Cleveland. Look at the QBs, five, six, seven. Flacco, Trubisky, Minshew. Yeah, of course I would take Josh Allen. I'd take C.J. Stroud. He's interesting. A rookie well, in the playoffs? he's got the concussion. Well, we but he'll be back for the boom. playoffs. We saw Tua last year, really. Well, yeah. Tua had multiple. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's I don't basically care who wins these games, but am I rooting? Do I like the Russell Wilson Peyton story? I think it's a great story. In our on our show, if they won a playoff game the next day, it would be good for our show. Like it'd be a fascinating story. And I think Buffalo, everybody bailed on him, McDermott in trouble, them winning would be a fascinating story. So that's I'm rooting for interesting. Remember how good he was last year here on the set, like every week, and then during the Sean commercial a, breaks, he just had all. He still juice. he still text. He's very interesting. I mean, if I ask him a question, he'll give me an answer within the day. Not, he hasn't I mean, replied to my texts. Well, you're not that close with him. He likes me. More. That's accurate. Uh, final story. We're 24 games into the NBA season. The Suns' big three finally took the court together last <laughs> night. How about that, Colin? And wouldn't you know it, they lost. 116-112 to 112 to the Brooklyn Nets, who have they've been kind of spicy this year. Um, listen, it's going to take this, this t- team with three big stars. Well, you don't want to be the Brooklyn Nets when Kyrie, KD, and Harden never yep. play together. And you get to the playoffs, and they have like six, seven, eight games together. So it does matter. This chemistry thing, now again, it's early, so let's not be overly dramatic. But it does matter. You need to have 15, 20 games on the floor together. I mean, when the Lakers get Zach Levine, LeBron will make it work quickly. But you want... I mean, you want, with Zach Levine's style, you want 12 to 15 to 20 games where you play with a lead, situational basketball. It ta- So much of basketball, talent obviously matters in coaching, but it's a feel sport. And it takes a while to kind of like, what is Bia yeah. like? What is he not like? I, I, I still contend Phoenix and Denver are the two most talented teams in the West, but I think Zach Levine of the Lakers bears watching. It's interesting. Um, you know, the one you, thing that's clear from the Nets is their bench is just, they got nothing, Colin. Their bench could do nothing last night. They could do nothing against the Lakers in that play. Are you talking the Suns? Or you Suns, talking? I'm sorry, Suns, yeah. They just had no bench. Well, like let, me, let, me, let me ask you this, though. So, the Celtics don't have a bench. Denver doesn't have a bench. The Suns don't have a bench. Okay. If you have star players that are expensive, you have no bench. Would you rather have a bench or star player? Because the Celtics, Nuggets, and Suns have no bench. The problem with the Suns' star players are KD's old and hurt often, and Beal's hurt. Tatum doesn't have a big injury history. I don't think Holiday does, and and Jalen Brown doesn't. So I would definitely take the Celtics' younger three over the Suns. Yeah, no, I I think they're a better team. They've proven it so far. But I, I, not Denver last year, and I could be wrong on this, but I think their bench was rated like... You know, 17. It's just, I always feel like, I've felt this forever. Do you have somebody who can get points off the bench? Just one guy. Do you have somebody that can get hot? A Joe Johnson, you know, like that kind of guy. Can you give me 22 like once a series? You know, when like when the Heat had LeBron and those guys, you know, you could pull it, whether it was an Allen, a Mike Miller. Mike Miller. A guy that comes off and can give you quick points if everybody else is struggling or the matchups don't work. So... I don't think you need a deep bench. It's nice to have a guy that can score off the bench when sometimes, some nights, your stars are in foul trouble or they're cold. Yeah, no, totally agree. J-Mac with the news.
Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live News. Good stuff today. Jordan Schultz full of information. Greg Cosell, Chris Mannix next. Don't go anywhere. Live in Los Angeles. It's The Herd. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. All right, a lot of stuff going on. Giannis is getting all worked up. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. Our buddy Chris Mannix, senior writer, Sports Illustrated. 
in Phoenix, so he's going to watch the Suns uh, coming up, and he just watched them before we get to the Suns. So Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. It feels right. It's not a big surprise, but what it you know that's very nebulous. What does indefinitely mean when the commissioner talks to Draymond? How do you see it? I don't think the NBA knows yet what indefinitely means. I think the NBA has just come to the conclusion that everything they've done up until this point has not worked. They've suspended him, what, four times in the last nine months. They just suspended him five games a month ago because of what happened in the incident in Minnesota. He has been ejected from three games this season, which is barely two months old. So I think in the league office, the conversation they had was, well, just giving him a suspension with a target date for a return isn't getting the job done. What we've got to do now is create this indefinite suspension, create some benchmarks, and sit him down until we believe he's reached those benchmarks. I think it's safe to say, Colin, that we're not going to see Draymond back within 10 games. I think that will be um, probably the minimum for the amount of games Draymond is suspended. But the NBA is purposefully keeping this open-ended because everything they've done up until this point, has not made one bit of difference. Yeah. Well, the Warriors are going through a weird time. Wiggins looks shot. Uh, Clay Thompson, I don't think, is getting the extension. So there's a lot going on there. Um, you know, it, it's uh, the Giannis situation. So I threw this out earlier. So I've seen young, the puppy, earnest, raw Giannis. Loved him. And then I've seen the United States sports machine harden him. Now he swears more. He calls people out. Last night he's going after the ball. I'm totally comfortable with both because I think to be a sports star, whether it's MJ, Bird, Magic, Dr. J, you have to be resilient. This pro sports will beat you up. The wealth, the criticism, Adam Silver said, my players mentally can be in bad spots. I'm okay with the frothy honest. I really am. But it is different. It, it does feel like, Chris, over the last couple of years, he's got a little more attitude. He's got stronger opinions. Are you seeing that? Are you hearing that? Absolutely. I'm seeing it. I'm hearing it. I'm witnessing it. I mean, I went to Milwaukee multiple times during Giannis's rookie year to write profiles on. This is the guy that, you know, as a teenage rookie, used to send money by hand to his family back in Greece through Western Union and then effectively hitchhiked to games uh, you know, back home. Now he's kind of got this surliness to him that you haven't seen at different times during his career. This, this latest incident was one of the more bizarre that I've ever seen. I mean, look, there are two game balls that exist out there. And the Pacers and Rick Carlisle made it clear afterwards they didn't necessarily need to have the actual game ball. They could have had the backup to give to their rookie. This this feels like a situation that could have been resolved with a couple of conversations in the half an hour after the game or 45 minutes before the Pacers took off. They weren't just going to put this ball on a bus and send it back to, uh, you know, send it away back to Indiana immediately. Giannis's reaction to all this in real time just was befuddling to me and really befuddling to a lot of the people that I talked to. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, uh, listen, you're, when you work in a public setting, you're Draymond Green, you're Giannis. We see your emotions in real time. Most of us can go to our cubicle and <laughs> blow off some steam. Uh, these guys can't. So I, I do want to talk about the Spurs. Like, we knew they weren't going to be a great team. 
Um, like Detroit, we knew they were going to be bad. They're really bad. Is, is San Antonio bad? Is it part of the plan? Wemby, how did they view it right now? Are they are anybody impatient? Is he as good as advertised? Listen, all these guys are kids. This isn't the NFL, as you know, Chris. They're not. They haven't been in college for four years. They still come in as kids. Where are we on Wemby, the Spurs, and his development? I think we're right where we need to be. I mean, this is stage one of a multi-stage process in San Antonio. If you look at that Spurs roster, Wembenyama might be the only absolute keeper on that roster. You do have some good players. Devin uh, Vassell is a good player. Uh, Jeremy Soshan is a good player. Keldon Johnson is a good player. But these are certainly players that San Antonio would trade in the right situation. They are not operating right now with a functional point guard. Jeremy Soshan's a power forward who's playing point guard there. So the next step in Wembenyama's development is getting him a point guard that, you know, can complement him in whatever way that may be. There's also going to be a time in the years to come that San Antonio is going to flesh this roster out with responsible, you know, veterans for that roster. I mean, you look at what Houston was over the last couple of years where they were just a bunch of young kids and the inmates were running the asylum. Different story this year where they've got Fred Van Vliet. They've got Dylan Brooks and a collection of veterans there who can be role models for those young guys. That's something San Antonio, I'm sure, is going to emulate over the next couple of years, bringing in the right veterans to work with and play with Wembenyama. Because if you look up in Detroit, which you just mentioned, that is a biblical disaster. I mean, that is a train wreck. And part of that is because they don't have veterans on that roster that can show guys like Cade Cunningham and Killian Hayes and some of the other lottery picks they've had in recent years the right way to do things. So I think San Antonio, you know, they'll ride this season out. They don't care what their record is at the end of it. And then this offseason, they'll study, they'll do a postmortem on this year, and they'll find the veterans that make sense. So, um, you know, I had said a year ago, uh, J-Mac is my witness, that if the NBA had a March Madness one-and-done tournament – I think LeBron, next to Jokic, would be my favorite player for one game. Well, he went 7-0, and they win the end season. So now there's the Zach Levine story. So I don't necessarily think, Chris, I can think two things. I don't think he's a winning player as a one. But I think as a two or three, like Wiggins, he can be a very nice, high-flying, complimentary offensive piece. He's not going to elevate others necessarily, but he could elevate a team. So whereas I didn't love him in Chicago as sort of the go-to guy, I do think... LeBron tends to manage players well. I also think D'Lo is not in their long-term plans. So the Zach Levine piece, how do you see it, Chris? How's it being discussed in the league? Well, if you're going to make a a market for the three guys in Chicago with the most trade value, with with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Alex Caruso, you would reverse the order when it comes to the guys that are most coveted. Alex Caruso, great contract, two-way player, can fit into any system. The Lakers know that because they won a championship with Alex Caruso on the roster. DeMar DeRozan, his lack of three-point shooting is a problem, but he's on an expiring contract, so there's value in taking him on both short and long-term. Zach Levine, not to take away from his individual talent because he is an electric scorer, but he's a very one-dimensional player. He's not a playmaker per se, though you can 
have him handle the ball at times. He's not a great defender, and he's got, what, three years left on that contract? And he's, he's a guy that in the past has had a history of knee issues. So if I'm a team like the Los Angeles Lakers, the guy I'm trying to pry loose from Chicago is Alex Caruso because I know what Alex Caruso can do. I know he can play opposite LeBron James. I know he can complement Anthony Davis. I would be willing to give up some assets to go and get Alex Caruso long before I made a run at Zach Levine. Wow, that's really interesting. I know that LeBron liked uh, uh, Caruso. Finally, um, Celtics are a very good home team. Like Denver, not much of a bench. Like Phoenix, not much of a bench. But when you have younger players, that's okay. Phoenix older players, the bench could be more uh, crucial in the postseason. Uh, again, it's early. Your thoughts on the Celtics, you know them well. I think my first take in the first month was Denver and Boston were clearly the two best teams in the league. Um, and I thought, without Harden, Philadelphia and Maxie was fascinating. I didn't know if they were good. Where are you now in the East? Where do the Celtics land for you? To me, they're number one in the East, as, as they are in the standings. Um, I love their top six. Their top six is as good or better than every team in the NBA. Uh, Chris S. Porzingis has been exactly what this team needed. Drew Holiday has been exactly what this team needed. Yeah. So as long as those top six guys are healthy, I'm confident in Boston. They do, I think, need one more guy. Coming into this year, Colin, I said the Celtics had six and a half usable playoff players because Peyton Pritchard, to me, was kind of a half because two years ago, he was kind of reliable. Last year, not so much. He's still kind of that half. He's still a guy I'm not sure I can count on yet in the postseason. Sam Hauser has had a phenomenal shooting first half of the season. But if you remember, Sam Hauser last year had a phenomenal first year, <laughs> yeah. uh, first half of the season, could not shoot the ball down the stretch, didn't play in the playoffs. Luke Cornett, not someone that played in the playoffs last year. If I'm Brad Stevens, I'm going out there and I'm looking for someone, whether it's another big to you know, be that third man in the rotation around Porzingis and Al Horford or somebody else in that backcourt that's better than Peyton Pritchard. That, to me, would be the kind of transaction that would put Boston ahead above everybody else in the NBA. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, volume as well. Good seeing you, my man. You got it, Colin. All right. He'll be watching. Phoenix has a fight to cover. So uh, there you go. That in, you know, it really drives people crazy. So this in-season Laker tournament, they're hanging a banner, which I think is great. It's not going to be like a championship banner. It's going to have a different color to the banner, and I have no problem with it at all. Oh, to listen to the old heads, it's a disgrace. It's an in-season tournament. It's the first of its kind. It did help some ratings. It was fun to watch. They took a swing. Hockey, baseball, college basketball, and the NBA are struggling with regular season ratings. They're trying something new. Are, are I'm you, for it. I, I agree with you. Are you having trouble like talking to some sports fans lately about some topics like that one right there? Why? Like If you engage with some people and they, their argument against the banner is just mind-blowingly dumb, people really are worked up about it. You when know, people they... get worked up about stuff, there's often envy. Oh. I think just to be obnoxious, they should put it right next to the championship matters. Make it bigger. <laughs> just really the, tweak them. Really poke them in their ribs. Lakers won 7-0 in-season tournament. It was fun. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.